Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, welcome everybody to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Um, I'm so happy you're able to join me today. Here at Jesus and a Cup of Joe, it's my pleasure to bring you uplifting and encouraging messages about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Before I get started in today's episode, I want to take this opportunity and raise a glass, tip my hat, to all of the first responders who are on the front lines of the COVID-19 situation. May God bless and be with each and every one of you as y'all are working hard to treat people who are ill and to help stop the spread of this virus. COVID-19 is... Is a, is a bad virus. It's a bad bug. It's caused our life to change. Everybody that's listening to my voice, you have modified the way you do things in your life. You don't uh, maybe get to go out as much as you want to. Stores are shut down or there are limited hours or they're limited to the number of people coming in. Entertainment shut down. Schools are shut down. Everybody's working from home if they're able to work. There are some people, unfortunately, I've already heard about that they've been laid off until the virus and that's unfortunate but thank god that that we're going to be able to get through this um you know i don't talk about politics on here i'm just going to say um god god's in control that's all i'm going to say but that's what i want to talk about today is keeping your eyes upon jesus or fix your eyes upon jesus because one of the most essential lessons for us as believers is to know what to do when, we're, when we are in the middle of life storms. The Bible teaches us the only way to, to rise above our circumstances is to put our focus into Jesus and keep our eyes upon Him. No matter what we're going through, we must depend on Jesus for everything. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 1.30, God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy. He freed us from sin. If we try to subtract Jesus from our equation of the problem that we're in, we're going to end up with nothing. Because Jesus is the center. He is the key to the victory of the situation. Now here at Jesus in a Cup of Joe, I believe that Christ should be centered. You should be Christ-centered and driven in your life. And that is in plenty of my episodes that I talk about. So that's something I truly believe in. Because Jesus is our answer to all of our problems. And every challenge we'll ever face, Jesus is our answer. But there are times where we want to take our eyes off of Jesus and we want to focus on the problem itself. And by doing that, all we're doing is putting ourselves in a worse situation. From experience, I can tell you, I've did it. There was problems that I was going through before. I took my eyes up off Jesus. I knew better. I knew better. And that's, that's the point I want you to understand. I knew better. But I still did it because of everything around me distracted me. Now understand, just everybody is weak in one way or another and I got distracted by everything around me because I was trying to fix the problem and I created a bigger mess for myself and it cost me more time to sit there and wait upon Jesus 
to come and to help me get through that situation. And I eventually did. But that'll be an episode for a different time. I want to discuss our time versus Jesus time. Because there's too many, there, there is a whole message there that I want to bring at a later, later date. So fixing our eyes upon Jesus. Keeping our eyes and our focus on Jesus. When the disciples were told to cross, to cross over and meet Jesus on the other side. And this was after, um, I do believe, they did the, uh, the big gathering and the feeding. Um, all disciples got in the boat and they went to, to go to the other side of the, of the sea. And uh, that's where I'm going to pick it up because in Matthew 14, 25 through 31, it reads... It was about 3 o'clock in the morning, and Jesus came toward them, the disciples that were in the boat, and he was walking on water. The disciples saw him walking on the water, and they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them and said, Do not be afraid. Take courage. I am here. And then Peter called out to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come out and, and to you. And he said, yes, come. And so Peter went over the side of the boat and walked upon the water to Jesus. But when he saw the strong winds and the waves, he was terrified and he began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. And Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, he said. Why did you doubt me? Now, what I just read was, was out of the, the scriptures of Matthew 14, 25 through 31, where they were going across to the other side. And then there was, a, there was a storm and they saw Jesus upon the water walking toward them. And he, he asked Peter to get out of the boat because, you know, Peter said, if it's really you, Lord, then command me to get out of the boat. And he did. And so Peter was walking on that water with Jesus for however many moments, I'm not sure. The Bible really doesn't tell us. Until he took his eyes off of Jesus because of the storm around him. And then he immediately started sinking. And Jesus reached down and grabbed him and put him back in the boat. Peter was bold enough to step out on faith in order to walk on water. Even in the midst of the storms that was raging around him. As long as Peter kept his eyes upon the Lord, he was able to do, he was able to do things. He was able to walk upon the water with Jesus. Peter needed to sink in order to take the next step in faith. Because walking on water does not ultimately increase our faith. Only sinking does. That's very important right there. And I want to read that section again to you. Peter needed to sink in order to take the next step in faith in Jesus. We have to. Because... Keeping, if, if we keep our eyes upon Jesus at all times, after a while, we get complacent. And that's what I'm trying to, to also get across to you, is you can become complacent. It's easy to sit there and say, I got my eyes upon Jesus, I'm doing what I need to do, I'm reading my Bible, I'm going to church, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Well, are you going through the motions or are you actually doing that? Peter knew who Jesus was in the Bible. He knew who he was. But he couldn't move forward with his faith in, in, in Christ until he started sinking. And 
For people who ask for miracles and receive them, they soon forget. But those who suffer in Christ's sake never forgets. They have their own wounds to remind them. And that's where I was going with this. We're often the people who move on after our situation and we don't look back. But we need to take time and stop. Just because Jesus gets you from point A to point B doesn't mean you, you say, okay, thanks, see you next time and take off. No. You get to point A to point B. Then you stop and you thank the Lord for what he's done and you continue to, to ask him to be with you and to teach you and to mentor to you. That's, that's the important part. So you probably know what it's like to be in the middle of a storm, maybe like Peter, and you started out focusing on, on Jesus, but you got distracted on what's around you. You know, everything, I'm convinced that everything the devil does in our lives is to make us take our eyes up off Jesus. Every major bill that's in our life, every problem in our marriage, every pain in our body, every virus that may be running around is is designed to prevent us from walking with Jesus, which is where our deliverance, our healing, our prosperity is obtained. Often it's hard to behold the Lamb of God and keep our eyes fixed upon him. The devil's out there. He's going to do what he can to, to get you to take your eyes up off Jesus and to focus on the things of this world. And as long as you do that, then you can't follow Jesus. And if you can't follow Jesus, you're missing what Jesus has in store for you. Or you're getting yourself in that bigger uh, problem. Too many times we sit there and we keep asking ourselves, why am I here? Why am I in the middle of this? Why hasn't God do this? Why hasn't Jesus done that? We're throwing blame around. It's time to stop blaming and say, what am I doing that is not causing the situation to get better? Is it because I'm focused on the problem and I'm not focused on my Savior? Because Jesus is right there beside us. He's never left us. We're the one who leaves him. We're constantly running around and we're leaving him and we come crawling back to him when we're in trouble. But he's still there. He's the same Jesus as yesterday, today, and he'll be the same Jesus tomorrow. He went to the cross. He died for us. He came from the grave. He's busted hell wide open. He beat the devil at his game. And he's standing there waiting on you and I to come to him. And so now it's time for us to stand up, put on our big boy britches, and go and, and to a humble heart and turn our lives over to Christ. Your relationship with Christ is very important in your life. 2 Peter 1.3 reads, By His divine power, God has given us everything we need for living a godly life. We reach all of this by coming to know Him, the one who calls Himself by the means of His marvelous grace and excellence. Are you, constantly, are you continuously looking for Jesus? You want to know who the author and finisher of your faith is? Hebrews 12.2 reads, We do this in keeping our eyes upon Jesus, the champion who initiates our perfect faith. Because of the joy waiting him, he endures the cross, disregarding the shame, and now he's seated at a place 
of honor beside God's throne. We will face storms in our lives. We will have moments of doubt and fear. But we can improve the focus as we walk through life by keeping it on Jesus. We can practice keeping our eyes fixed upon him and remembering that he is right beside us. He's waiting for us to ask for help. He will lead us to overwhelming victory in the midst of the storms of our life. As I get ready to wrap up today, I want to say this. If you're going through a storm in your life right now, and there's something that, that's just getting to you because maybe it's the virus-driven situation or maybe it's something that's just been eating at you for days, months, years. I pray they, today is the day that you come and you put your eyes upon Jesus. I pray that this will be the day you say no more. I'm done. I'm ready to get this problem fixed. Jesus is waiting on us. He's waiting with his, his arms wide open. And if, if, you know the, if you know Christ as your Savior, but you've taken your eyes up off, off of him, I, I pray in, in my heart that today will be the day you come back and you start focusing on Jesus. Jesus is out there waiting on us. This virus will come and go. The devil is still out there trying to trip people up and take their focus off. It's only up to you to focus on Christ. And for you to sit there and say, today is the day I'm going to start fixing the problems in my life. Today is the day I'm going to start focusing on Jesus. And you'll start seeing those storms in your life start getting smaller and smaller. To one day, they will be no more. So I want to thank you for joining me here at Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Um, I enjoy spending time with you guys. I always look forward to bringing you more messages. But before I go, I want to just say a simple prayer for everybody who wants to listen to this. Um, because I believe that, that we need to pray in this time and pray for everybody that's being affected by this virus. Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for all that you've done, all you're doing, and all you will do, Father. Lord, I pray that every man, woman, and child that's listening to my voice through this podcast, I pray, Lord, whatever their situation is that they're going through, I pray today is the day, Lord, they're able to keep their eyes fixed upon you. And the storms in their life, Lord, I pray will, will start to cease. Lord, as, as you were in the boat and you made the storms and the winds Die down, Lord. I, I pray that you're able to do this for the men and women who are going through whatever it is they're going through today. And Father, I pray if somebody's listening to my voice and they do not know you as their personal Savior, I pray today will be the day they come and, and, and they just turn it over to you. And Father, for our first responders, Lord, I, I pray a special prayer because these men and women are working overtime and they're exhausted, Lord, and I pray that you'll just give them the strength, the encouragement, and give them the determination to keep going. And Father, as this, this virus is doing whatever it is it's going to do, Lord, I pray for your, your protective hand and your healing hand across all of the families that are listening to my voice. And as always, we thank you for saving our soul and we thank you for giving us the opportunity to run, 
this podcast and to be able to share the message, your message, out into this world. For all this, we ask in your precious name. Amen. Thank you so much for for joining me today. As I said, I look forward to bringing you uplifting and encouraging messages. But until then, God bless.